Does he have to draw your pictures? Swift. Does Damn. he have to spell it out? Uh, my homie said that he was going through it, going through it My pop said that he was going through it uh, My uncle said that he was going through it, going through it Even my little cousin going through it Not now, now I'm talking about my women problems Cause I got me some women problems I need help with my women problems Cause I can't escape my women uh, problems Welcome to the Mint, guys. Welcome, welcome. This is the preeminent podcast hosted by Plus Size Models. Oh, yes. Today, T-Bone is modeling a blue dress from the Lewinsky collection. <laughs> and I am modeling a straight jacket from the Yeezy collection donated by Kanye himself. Yes, very di- <laughs> you have a very dystopian look about yourself. It's well, like the, the world future. is ending almost. <laughs> Yeah, we've got this crazy view right now, don't we? Today? I know. This is we are from the mobile studios, um, and this view is pretty good, I have to say. Yeah, we can see some fireworks. Mm-hmm. Sydney on fire. Firework. Show them what you Something's worth. Make it go up. Well, she just screams. Yeah, she doesn't no, sing. She, she doesn't sing. But she just screams. But let's be honest. She's an awfully attractive woman. Yeah, yeah. Though, we're not listening to her, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. To be fair. Oh, that's awful. Do we is... just sound super sexist? Yeah, no, that? it was, it was. But at the oh, same time... You know I have seen the Katy Perry concert movie. <laughs> I, I find that oh, painful. It was, it was strange. It was a strange... I don't remember much of it. I think I even saw it in 3D. Wow. Well, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. You, you paid money to I see this? I paid money to see it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You were in a relationship, weren't you? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Because otherwise, I would have... I don't regret it. You. I'm not going to lie. Katy Perry is easy on the eye. Yeah. That's, Incredibly that's easy on that's the true. eye. That's true. But yes, yes. Yo, so welcome to the Mints. Welcome, Views welcome. Back. We're in the mobile studio. We've got this fancy view of fireworks. Oh, yes. I didn't know that they did this weekly. What a waste of money, honestly. But anyway, um... Yeah, yo, like here we are. Mm-hmm. It's chill view. Very nice. Um, you know, living living at large. We just um, encountered some technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, T Bone, you want to explain our little mishap <laughs> that's been going um, on? Um, <laughs> yeah. So look, I think you'll probably notice that the audio quality isn't brilliant, and um, we had this idea that the mic that we actually have, which is a very very good expensive, mic, expensive schnazzy a, mic, a very nice mic. We thought, oh, okay, maybe there's some problems with that, and. Um, We've now come to realize with a few uh, audio tweaks that uh, the mic wasn't actually working. So the audio quality you're hearing is all uh, MacBook Pro inbuilt mics. So, I think we're just showing our age right yeah, now. Like yeah. just an inability to kind of wield technology to our advantage. I mean, to be fair, I mean, we're not... We're not completely incompetent. It's just in this particular case, we we actually thought we were doing a good thing and you know using a proper we mic. We had, and, a, we had an edge on the competition. Yeah, and I, and even I was one, like I because I cut cut these episodes up and I'm like, why is this audio like quality so damn terrible? It's it's, uh, it's just, anyway. But look, well, we're gonna fix it by the next yeah yeah yeah. We're we will. We will. It. It just takes a bit of googling. Yeah, and we'll yeah. figure it all out. We'll figure yeah. it all out. But um, yo, let's let's do some shout outs, T-Bone. You want to do your shout outs? Ah, uh, look, the big shout out this week is uh, to Sujan. Who, yo, Suj, uh, what up, man? Yeah, yeah. Look, man, look, really appreciate the kind words and like, and that this that that last episode that we did, which was on regret, um, really touched on something that that means something to you. And look, and you know, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, we've all got those regrets. And yo, uh, yo, yo, You're not, you are not alone. Yeah, the universality exactly. of it, exactly. G. We all have that that experience of of wishing what what could have been. And uh, no, no, look, we, we really yeah, appreciate thanks those. Thanks for the props. He actually said it was his favorite episode yeah. so far, which yeah, is yeah, like yeah. super nice. Yeah. So, and where the, where were the rest of you listeners? I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, you man. Like that. Where surely, are the rest of you guys? Surely, man? surely, some of you, some of you felt that, hey, man, regret. That's something I feel. You know, if you guys think that like we give good advice. Send in your problems. Yes. Oh my God, that would be so awesome if we could turn into that kind of a podcast. Yeah, I'd be happy to give some like ill, ill advice, <laughs> ill advised advice yeah. about I mean, yeah, just that you comes know. from from nowhere of any you know yeah. any merit or yeah. um, 
you know, or, or should, you know, generally well, be disregarded. Well, what you can but, do is listen to our advice and yeah. do the absolute opposite of yeah, it. Yeah, there, there is that. Then there you'll probably that. make it because, like, that. our lives are just a series of bad decisions that have led to a car with a view of the fire. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, two, two, two grown-ass men on a Friday night uh, looking at uh, a decent view and recording a podcast. Oh, God, you guys, you know what happened today. So we were in the cafe that we always go to. We got a local, and we're pretty chummy with one of the waitresses. Let's be honest, we get pretty tight with all the waitresses yeah, that's true. that visit us. Right? Yeah. Anyway, so this one in particular is quite close to us. And she's, like, so much younger than us and stuff. But, dude, she's, like, so responsible, oh, man. Oh, God. Like, She's like she works two jobs. She has two mortgages. Oh, she wants to get oh, a second. She wants to get a second mortgage, and it's just like what? Like I don't have one mortgage, nor do I ever want one mortgage. <laughs> which, <laughs> like, which I'm like, I'm like, uh, even I, I, I'm of that mindset that like, you know, do we really need a mortgage? And I'm like, now I'm now I'm starting to question. I'm like, can I exist in this uh, in this world without one? Is that is that a Babylon, that, my G, Babylon. Yes. Yeah, oh. yeah. Babylon doesn't exist oh. no more, dog. You know that, Chandam right? Chandam Babylon kingdoms. I only say Chandam Babylon now. Here I am, sir. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if Babylon exists, man. Like yeah, maybe, um, maybe it is. This is all Babylon, dog. It's all this, Babylon. This, this view, this car, this oh, podcast. It's all Babylon, G. It's all Babylon. It's all Babylon. Man been in Babylon too long now. Man, I don't think man's ever been to Babylon. I'm sorry. Man, straight. This is I'm Babylonian right now, man. <laughs> Babylonian. Yeah, dog. Yeah, You know where Babylon actually is? Babylon is actually Iraq. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Babylon yeah. is Iraq. There you go. Look, guys, we're not just plus size that's models. Right. We're also very smart when we want to. <laughs> we <be>. educate <laughs> and entertain. Uh, shall we move on to today's topic? I think I think it's time. All right. So, like we told you, we try to have a topic nowadays for each podcast. This week's topic, I don't want to really give... It's it's about... it's I guess it's about dating. Mm. And I guess dating whilst brown, I guess that's going to be our take on it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it um, is. Now, all of this stemmed from basically me reading this article online called Tinder Has a Race Problem Nobody Wants to Talk About. Right. Um, written by this guy called Mahesh Sharma. Look, I'll be honest with you. It's not the best article, but I don't think it's his fault. He probably wanted to write something better, but... You know, it's for the Sydney Morning Herald. Oh, right. And okay. so I imagine, like, it, it just felt a bit concise and virally and a bit like a digital content producer told him to write it this way. Um, I'm going to read the first two paragraphs just to, like, give you a bit of the tone of it. When I first joined Tinder in the summer of 2013, it was like gaining entry to the VIP section of an exclusive Justin Hemi's nightclub. I don't know what that means. Mm. A hidden oasis where everything felt so new, so exciting, yet so innocent. I matched, chatted, and sexted with girls, pretty girls, of all colors and creeds. <laughs> this guy's like, United Nations of booty. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in my life, I was able to experience what it meant to have what had always come so effortlessly to many of my white mates. But things changed when I returned to the app a year later. He sounds really bitter all of a I sudden. know, right? <laughs> I think he just had a dry spell, I do but think, anyway, continue. I do think maybe... He's been asked to write this this way. But anyway, yeah. when the barriers to online dating were well and truly broken down, the vocal open invitations that had previously been enthusiastically extended my way were replaced by letters of rejection in the form of a non-response. I was back to being denied entry by the Ivy nightclub bouncers, relegated to the hearing day-old details of my mates' tales of their successful Tinder conquests. Do you feel like... I feel the, t- the tone of this is very bitter. Oh, How do yeah. we know... Mr. Mahesh Sharma ain't just like mad ugly, like you know, like or like maybe he's like mad creep zone, like I don't or, know. Or it's just like a dry spell, like he he hasn't gotten many matches. Yeah, man, and, like every you know. dude goes through that. But look, in his defense, like he then like throws in a whole bunch of stats, and I'll go through some of it later. And then like, and then in the end, he kind of revisits it and goes. Oh, maybe it's just me. Like, he does kind of, like, get mm. to that. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to post the article because it won't add any value to your life. But, <laughs> like, it, it just got me thinking about dating brown and being a brown guy dating and just, like, you know, you know, is it weird? Is it difficult? Like, you know, what, what's, what's up? Is there a racial bias in, the, in, in these streets, as in we call them? Streets. In these streets. So it, he kind of cites a whole bunch of, like, stats 
in the article, and I'm just using this to start off conversation, mm. and we'll go from there, all right? So, in 2014, there was an OkCupid study of 25 million, um, 25 million user accounts, um, and that in, which indicated a racial bias. Um, Non-black men applied a penalty to black women, so black women were considered like the lowest level, I guess. Right, right, right. Um, and all women preferred men of their own race, but they otherwise penalized Asian or black men. Yeah, so I thought that'd be that would be a starting point. And I'll get right. to some more stats a bit later, which are a bit interesting. But I guess, like, yo, first question, T-Bone. Mm-hmm. Do brown men have it hard in these streets? In these streets. Yes, in general. If it is a case of when it comes to dating, your your main goal is to get out there, meet a whole bunch of different people. We don't exactly have the pick of the litter in terms of our our preferences and our wants and whatever you know, whatever we're attracted to. And I think the other thing it does come down to taste. Right. So look, it's all contextual. If it's Tinder. You know, Tinder has its uses. I think right. we've all established this. Yes. Right? And as you swipe, there's one thing that becomes abundantly clear. Yes. That 98% of the women... It's just a kaleidoscope of spray tan. And, it's and, just, it's yeah. just uh, you know, in general, just white girls, right? Yeah, yeah. Is, is a brown man going to have a chance? Yeah. Statistically speaking, no. Not at all. Because... Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day... The br- the brown men that date that get a chance to date a a white girl, mm. or you know get a response from a white girl, mm. it requires, for want of a better term, an open-minded white girl, mm. right? Whether they be a bit more, I guess, liberal in their appreciation for the non-white brothers. Yeah, there were non-white brothers. <laughs> Hell, some may find brown men exotic. Yes. Which doesn't happen very often. If you are one of those women, holla at your boy. (laughs) Nobody's more exotic than us. Um, Uh, Okay, I mean, you you broached the topic of exotic, and I didn't want to really get onto this straight away. But I I may as well jump in with it. Now, um, in in researching for today, I watched like an old episode of Insight. You know Insight, that show on SBS? Mm -hmm. Um, Jenny Brocky. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was super interesting. So... Season 2, episode 14 was about interracial dating. And, um, oh, dude, it was, oh, it was, it was, it was very difficult to watch. Because in the beginning, right, they started off with, like, they had this really, really pretty, um, uh, South African girl on, on stage. And they were like, so, like, and they were, like, really explicitly asking, what kind of men do you prefer to date? And mm-hmm. she very explicitly said, I prefer Caucasian men. And, um... And, you know, when they asked her, you know, like, why, why do you prefer white men? Like, she only exclusively dated white men. Just, just checking, this is a South African... This is a South African lady. White? Black, woman? black. Oh, black. black. She was okay. black. Oh, my bad, yeah, I should have clarified that. She was a, a black South African lady. And she was saying, yeah, you know... And she gave, like, this great reason. She's like, yeah, you know, I just prefer the contrast in colour. <laughs> what? It gets better. It gets oh, better. God. It's so bad. And then they asked a like a quite an older white lady, mm. um, and she was I forget her name, but they were like, oh yeah, and like, and what is your racial preference when you're when you're dating? She's like, I tend to exclusively like dark toned men. <laughs> so she was basically liking like like you know I, I really like black guys. And the funny thing about Inside is like they have these cutaways to people in the audience. So like when she was saying I really like black guys, they would cut away to like an African man in the audience, and you can just see how awkward it is all the time. It's like it was genuinely the most difficult three and a half minutes of television yeah. I have ever watched. <laughs> right? And then like the piece and like so they ask her and she's like, you know, I really I too really enjoy the contrast in colors and but also there's like a really like there's an intellectual connection that i have with like darker men and also you know i really i really like um different cultures (laughs) so basically to to summarize she thinks that all dark-skinned men are intelligent and culturally well i guess yeah i guess look i think 
I think she clearly has a preference for black men and... Which, Which, yes. yeah, you All know, right, okay? fine. Okay, the piece de resistance mm. was a a largish Croatian white man with a whole bunch of, like, he, you know how white people are always like, I'm part Croatian and I'm part Irish and I'm part this and I'm part that, mm. but when you ask a brown person, they're like, nah, dog, I'm Indian. Yeah. Actually, you know how we, you know, <laughs> like, you know, separate yeah, like, white, white people are like all these white shades. But anyway, so he was like, yo, I'm Croatian, Irish, blah, 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 blah. And then he was like, you know, I exclusively date black women. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then the cutaways. The cutaways are like these beautiful young African girls with like beautiful turbans in their head. And they're just like, you can clearly see that they're just weirded out by this guy. <laughs> like, and like, and he was like, yeah, you know, I exclusively date black women. And then, and then like Jenny Brock, he's like, you know, why? Like, why, why, like, you know, why do you have that preference? And he goes like, you know... I think it started, but I don't know why this guy even spoke, but oh, this is so bad. He goes, I think it started, you know, when I was younger and I was reading all these books about missionaries to Africa. Oh, jeez, <laughs> man. Oh. And then he goes, but then there were also movies and TV shows. And then Jenny Brock is like, what TV show? And guess what this dude said? Cosby show? Yes! Oh, no. <laughs> Not the Cosby show. Oh, Jesus. Oh, and he's like, yeah, you know, I was really into uh, Felicia Rashad, uh, <laughs> who was, uh, what What was, Claire? Claire, Claire Huxley. Claire Huxtable, I, Bill Cosby's wife on the show. Um, Bill Cosby, rest in peace. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, wait, he's dead? No, nah, but he may as well be. Yeah, he should <laughs> like, be. You know? um, but yeah, and he was like, and like, oh, the cutaways and like, it was all so awkward. So awkward, oh, dude. God. Like, I, it was a real struggle to watch. But I persevered. I persevered. <laughs> but I was like, and then kind of like, you know, all these people were making like, they were building up like, I guess, reasons for having a preference. Is it wrong to have a preference? Man, this this is something that I've struggled with for a while now. Mm. Um, and look, I'll be brutally honest. I went through the phase of white girls are just better yeah i kind of i definitely like white girls are they just appreciate me be, more right? i definitely had a moment where i think the first white girl i ever dated a long time ago when i dated her i felt for the first time in my life like i was validated and there's that racial kind yeah. of like and that that whole that white standard of beauty kind that, of european standard of and beauty thing is, and that's and that's something that's been inbuilt and imprinted yeah. from a very young age yeah 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 because in terms of exposure, right? Um, I mean, yeah, we grew up, we grew up in our, our brown communities, but in terms of general exposure in the media and everywhere else, it's it's white girls. Like that's that's the, the, you know the majority of, of women out there are white, right? Yeah. yeah. So so there's always there, there is that 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 inherent inbuilt impression that we get from a young age that that's what we need to aim for. And, yeah, and also that that is that is the ultimate beauty. Yeah, that's operational. Yeah, that's, that's like, and also that, you'll never get that. Like, how could you ever get that? And what makes you thing. think you could ever now, get that? Now, this is the thing. Like, as far as preferences go, mm. you can't hate on somebody for having a preference. Are those people fetishizing? Uh, that comes down to intent. So, for example, so when, a, when a white girl is like, when a white when a white girl says, "Look, I have a preference for white men." Yes. Right. It's hard to argue that, yeah, because you know, and it's not like you're you're the one that's going to go out there and go, well, maybe you need to taste some of this to get that. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. right. No, it's but it is a case of okay, that's 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 what that's what they've been exposed to. That's what they're used to. That's what they're comfortable with. Therefore, that becomes a preference. Right, 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 right. right. The preference part, you know, I guess what you would call within within racial lines, I you know, white to white or brown to brown or whatever, right? Mm. Completely understand. When it comes to this idea of the Croatian brother going, I am, I only like black women because of the Cosby Show. <laughs> fucked up reasoning I've ever come up against. Um, epic, like, just epic. That comes into fetishization. And that, I, you know, I, I, I'm starting to come to terms with the fact that that is wrong. Okay, what if a brown guy digs black girls? It really comes down to intent. Okay. What, is, what is it that is attracting you specifically to black women? See, really what, what you know, my own personal 
belief is that you need to be if if you're attracted to somebody, it's got to be personality. Yeah, well, it's got to be it's got to be character. It's got to be them for who they are. Exactly. The skin color can can be irrelevant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, what makes it easier to date within your race is not only I mean the character part. That's that's anybody's guess, but the cultural understandings the experiences that they've had right mm. all of that relatability stuff mm-hmm. that's where it comes in handy mm. you know well i, I yeah, very much that. like you know and i think about like okay if i integrate it into a white context mm. i can adapt to a certain extent mm. if it's for three hours where i have to put up with it to live with but that. But that's you. Some people that's can definitely that's are, are fine with and it and don't see it as a... Which is fine. I mean, some people could argue you're currently seeing it as an us versus them thing. And I, and I don't... I'm just... I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but having said that, like, there is a lack of relatability in those, in those types of contexts. I word, can't... Word, word. There's no way that I would feel comfortable in that situation mm. just because their, their lived experience of what, mm. you know... Okay. What it is, what it is to be who they are, is just something that that I may not be able to connect. Well, with. this is so, what one of the ladies on Insight was yeah. actually saying, and she was a, she was an African lady, and she was like saying, "Look, I can look if a guy's attractive, he's attractive. Now, whether I would date them, that's the second phase. When I think about dating someone, I think about will they fit into my worldview? Will they? Will our families be able to deal with each other? Blah 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 blah. That's the second kind of um, round of logic that." that comes into it. I, are you referring, I guess you're referring to that sort of? Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, look, yeah, but look, yes, of course, attraction is attraction. Mm. Now, you need to, especially about the preference for a specific race, mm. you need to then start to ask yourself those questions. Mm. Why am I specifically attracted to this person? Mm. Is it the skin color and what that represents? Mm. Is that what it's is drawing to me, mm-hmm. or is it look and or is it just a, a standard attraction? Like, mm-hmm. is it just they are attractive to me? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's where you got to really start to delve into that, yeah. and and it will all start to in, unravel once you get to that second phase, which mm-hmm. is where, you know, yeah, how yeah, is yeah. that? How are they going to yeah. fit into you know the the worldview that ex, that I exist in? That's yeah, where that yeah. that stuff comes into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there's definitely a prevalent kind of notion amongst, like, brown dudes that, you know, dating a white girl is seen as trading up. Like, I've had so many oh, brown yes. guys come up to me and be, like, emphasize the, the race of their girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Um, she, oh, yeah. And oh, just be, oh sh- she's white. Yeah. And I'll just be like, yeah, she's, you know, she's also a person. <laughs> um, uh, and it's... Say what? But, but that, is, that is a really ingrained mm. kind of mentality that exists amongst monks brown guys i think there's also and there is and not to paint an entire community with a broad brush here but i do think that there is amongst pockets of um ethnic men this notion of uh you know white girls for fun brown girls for settling down yes yes oh my god which is which is i've heard that that is high-end racism i have heard that 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 so many serious as fuck racism I often wonder how guys can pull that off. Like it, it involves a lot of self-rationalization, I imagine. Yeah, there's this thing. I, I don't know. It's. I like, think they kind of believe that they're absolved of something once they like revert back to like, like you know the guy. Like I went to uni with so many dudes that were complete sleaze bags, uh, right? And were like you know, just gross, sleeping with everyone, kind of thing. But when it came to settling down, they kind of, like, became all freaking holy and shit and, like, settled down with, like, the most traditional brown girl right. you could ever imagine. Like, the ones that, like, the, the girl could barely speak English and, like, all she did was, like, cook and clean for her brother kind of thing, you know? Like... And and I often wonder sometimes, is it a kid? Like, and, and some guys will actually say, oh, yeah, look, I just needed to get that out of my system. Ugh, that's icky, man. Now, 
there is that is so problematic. That's racist like, and sexist. It is just like, well, you know, these these women are like, you know, all I need to do is like, I I can use them. Ugh. That's what they're there for. Ugh. You know, I just need to get these these you know urges out, and then Ugh. like once I'm done with that, then I can settle down and be a yeah. good family man, yeah. and like, yeah, yet and redeem myself. Well, or just you know come back to the man I'm supposed to be. Oh. Or something fucked up like oh. that. Like, it's just... It, oh, I, a lot of guys I went to uni like that, actually. Yeah, yeah. man. Like, and... and That's wrong. That's that, It's wrong. straight up wrong. Like, you I don't give a fuck what anyone You can't justify says. that. There's like, no way that... People that, say brown people can't be racist. No, well, there is... There, oh, right yeah, there is yeah. an instance of oh, brown yeah, people yeah. being mad yeah, no, racist. No, no. Brown people can't um, be racist. Like, yeah. it's, it's messed, messed up. But look, I mean... I don't know. Look, I kind of understand the whole wanting to date within your race thing. I kind of totally understand it. There was a time where I was like, nah, man, like, what? Like, I I openly admit to, I went through a very, when I was much younger, I solely dated brown girls. And then I kind of like, was like, I started dating a lot of non-brown girls. And um, uh, I think after a while, I kind of realized that I I, I think I'm, I'm like you. I'll date whoever I'm attracted to, mm-hmm. and that involves a lot of personality and stuff like that. But I can understand my worldview has been shaped so much by race that I would like to be with somebody that gets that. Because in the past, I know with some of my white girlfriends, I've had to explain... Right. Being a brown-bearded man in Australia. I've yeah. been told that I've been... Sensitive. I'm being quite sensitive about my race. I've been told that. Oh, boy. Um, I've also been told, um, you know, like, you know, I think you think too much about it. You define yourself Mm. way too much by it. Mm. And, you know, maybe there's some merit to that. I also think at the same time that, like, I do feel uncomfortable when somebody who's not the same skin color as me is telling me about how I should deal with yeah. My own racial experiences. Yeah. That's like super fucking weird. You know, because uh, you don't know what it's like to be me. I've had very different experiences to you. Yeah. You know? And yeah, there's there's a level of empathy required. So, so and they just don't have I that. think it would be easier for me to be with someone who doesn't need all of that explained to them or somebody who just gets it. Like, and, and yeah. look, I'm not saying white girls don't get it. There are definitely white girls who get That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, they, they, totally exist but um i've found i've been able to have like these really in-depth discussions about this with women of color yeah like women of color yo women of color what up <laughs> um, you know and they kind of tend to get it more and i can see because look race is something that it's like the harry Kondabolu quote right telling me to stop talking about race is telling a drowning person to stop talking about water right like you know <laughs> um I- i'm kind of of that that perspective on things so um I totally get people wanting to date within the race. And it seems as though statistically that is actually a larger trend that um, people are dating more and more within their race. Well, I mean, like, uh, we go back to the good old days of when interracial marriage was taboo. Yo, I'm not going to lie. It's not so much taboo. It's still stared at a lot. Especially oh, yeah. when... And I think this is this is really funny. I don't think it's 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 like weird when it's a white guy with a non-white girl it's definitely weird when it's a brown guy with Women, say a white girl yeah, right. um and i've been in that situation yeah, yeah. you've been in that situation yes. and um yeah i get stared at mm. definitely white guys tend to step to me a bit more in those situations as well white guys y'all racist <laughs> um, not our listeners obviously <laughs> Our listeners. That was a broad statement. Yes. I'm kidding. Please don't take it seriously. <laughs> you definitely get stared at. I definitely get stared at by brown people as mm. well who are like, mm-hmm. they could also be going, what's she doing with him? Which right. potentially that could also be a truth. Yeah, look, it's it's not so much that it's taboo. It's definitely, I do feel there's one rule for when it's the other way around. And Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want me to read out these crazy stats? So this is from an article called Interracial Marriage, Who is Marrying Out? Taken from the Pew Research Research Center. Um, These stats were compiled in June 2015. And it was basically an American study of marriages. And they noticed that 6.3% of all marriages in 2013 were people marrying interracially. 
So marrying 6.3% of oh, all marriages okay. were an, you know, an interracial marriage. Mm-hmm. And um, some racial groups were more likely to intermarry than others. Okay. Oh, I'll get to that. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, so, okay, more stats and then we'll analyze, all right? Um, 36, 3.6 million people were married in the U.S. in 2013. Um, 58% of American Indians, meaning, I mean, Indian Americans, I should say. Indian say. Americans married someone of a different race. So that's I mean, half. That's really? half. Really? That's more, yeah, yeah, yeah. 28% wow. of Asians... 19% of blacks and 7% of whites. Wow, the numbers are interesting. Yeah, so um, browns marry outside of their race most often in the States. Really? Yeah. Very interesting, right? Very interesting. Okay. And women are more likely to marry outside of their race right. in every racial group mm. except black people. Right, okay. Okay, so 25% of black men married outside of their race, uh-huh. whilst only 12% of black women married outside of their okay. race. 37% of, 37% of Asian women married outside of their race, and 16% of Asian men married outside of their race, out of that, that figure. And get this, this is for brown, American, Indian Americans. 61%... Of brown women married outside of their race as opposed to 54% of Indian men. Whoa. Yes. That's huge on both So clearly states. brown girls hate brown guys. <laughs> and brown guys, well, not, are, are kind of slackening off, but they are also... Um, well, I do think look, there's definitely an ingrained, especially amongst brown people, of, uh, like, there's a European standard of beauty that kind of, I guess... Colonialism. Colonialism, like, you know, that, that whole thing. But... Whilst watching that episode of Insight, something really, really interesting, um, when, when, when the notion of women wanting to marry outside of their race, um, non, non-white women wanting to marry outside of their race was raised, um, one of the professors, I totally forget her name, but she said something along the lines of how, basically, uh, not she was referring to Western women at this point, and she basically said Western women see ethnic men as coming from a more patriarchal society, which wouldn't be able to accommodate their own feminist ideals. So basically, like when a woman looks at me and thinks I'm a terrorist, mm. and that basically oh, as a result, you know, my freedoms will be stifled. But I think also perhaps there is some logic to that when a... Because I saw this on that Inside episode as well. There was like an Asian girl, an Indonesian girl, saying how she preferred white men because she had to do less work in the kitchen and stuff like that. The cultural impact. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. right? Yeah, Super no. interesting. I'm, yeah, absolutely. But why, okay, this is this is probably really unfair what I'm about to do to you, T-Bone, but I'm going to do it again. Why do you think brown women in the States, out of all of those ethnic groups, why are they, why are they the quickest to kind of marry outside of their race? Okay. 61%. 61%. Look, That's like more than half. I think it's fairly evident, and we've stated this before, that brown men can be pigs. Yes, absolutely. And for a woman to then see themselves in a situation where that could be a guaranteed eventuality when mm. they're stuck with a pig who's mm. going to treat them like shit, mm. maybe they're looking at a way out. Having said that, men can be pigs, mm. so... It doesn't matter what race you are. You yeah, could, word up. You could strike up. out on that regardless. Word up. But having said that, in a, in a cultural context, maybe they've got something to say for that. Uh, choice? Mm. You just think about it. Ah, good point. You know, how many, 400 million or whatever it is? No, probably less than that. People in the United States, you've got a greater chance of meeting somebody different. Mm, mm. Um and I'd, the other thing I'd suggest is probably the, the cultural um, the cultural influences potentially are diminishing. I, I do think that is a big, big part of it. Um, that's just looking at... Because women definitely have a secondary position mm-hmm. in, like, old-school brown culture. Like, straight up. But also, like, like, I mean, we're talking about potentially second generation, third generation Mm. um, families now. Mm. 
their cultural ties to the old country and just the way they lived before, mm. maybe that's changed. Mm. Maybe, maybe it mm. is a genuine progress in terms of the more misogynistic, oppressive mm. parts of the culture, mm. which are there. Mm. We can't deny that. Mm. Um, but yeah, that could be an, another factor. Mm. It's mm. just that 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 idea that you know we don't need to be restricted to our culture anymore, mm. and it's more acceptable. Mm. I've always found um, I do I totally agree with that. Yo, I, I think I've been to more interracial brown marriages than I have to brown marriages. Oh. Sometimes I think you know seriously, it's kind of leading to my next point and stuff, which was like, don't you feel like it's hard to meet brown women? Oh, it's incredibly hard. I don't like I don't like. How do you meet brown women? I have no idea how that Look, happens. We we have the added problem of age. Oh yeah, true that. Um, being in our mid-30s, meeting women in general is difficult. Mm. But when it comes to, yeah, meeting brown women, I, I, have, I have no idea about avenues. Without going down the arranged, uh, you know, the, the arranged way, mm. I don't actually see many avenues to meet single brown women that are within, you know, within our age range, I suppose you'd say. Uh, yo, man, like, I'm, I'm too immature to, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No Some comment. ranges are bigger than others, yeah, if you know what I'm no saying. Um, but, I, I mean, I've always struggled to... I, I don't know where to meet brown women. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know where they are. Like, I literally have no idea. Look, and, and I think the other thing that we are facing as well is that... I, th- I think we've established how immature that we are. <laughs> Uh, just from that well, whole... Well, most, most brown men our age and even significantly younger than us have their shit together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so... and look, and and to be fair, why would anybody want to mess with somebody that, who's still trying yeah, to figure exactly. their shit yeah, out? Yeah, like, exactly. It so, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, you know, I you can't hate on that at, at yeah. the end of the day. You yeah. can't. It's Like, yeah. I, I've always found... And, like, so we've gone over the stats. I was talking about, let's, like, talk about, like, just personal experiences with, like, who we've dated and, like, you know, the, the troubles we've had dating brown and the troubles we've had dating non-brown, mm. you know? Um, I know personally when um, dating non-brown women, I've honestly had to always, like I said before, I've always had to kind of explain, you know, the race component, the whole um, having to justify why I have the views I have. You know, it, it, like, I know with one of my exes, it actually took her seeing how a security guard patted me down at a concert to understand, because she didn't get patted down at all, right. and I got literally, like, he literally gave me a wedgie uh-huh. um, just to check whether I had weapons on me just going into this concert. And I think when she saw that, she was kind of like, oh, that's fucked up. Uh-huh. And she kind of became more aware kind of that way. But so having to explain that to, to somebody is kind of, is kind of difficult. You know, I definitely dated girls that I, it, it occurred to me that they only really wanted to be with me because they wanted, like, beautiful mocha baby. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure, bro. That is a lot. Yo, any, any girl that has babies with me, yo, is going to be a pretty fly-looking baby. Because, <laughs> yo, the, how many brown them, guys do you know gene- have afros? Them genetics be tight. <laughs> oh, just the just the hair genetics, mm. I think. That's about it. I think the only thing I could potentially um, guarantee is a cute child. Mm. The end result may not be quite that great. <laughs> but they're going to be cute kids, so that's... Um, I, 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 can, I can I potentially give you, like, you know, a lot of, like, a, a kid that can sport a lot of, like, cool hairdos like that's that's probably what i can give you but also like i remember having to kind of i remember once having to date a girl who insisted on watching slumdog millionaire with me and me Uh, explaining slumdog uh, millionaire to her what is to be explained I don't know, man. J Ho, my G. Oh, like, Jesus. I don't, I don't freaking know. It was actually meant for white uh, people. They should have got I that. I freaking hate that movie right so right much. <laughs> J Ho. Oh, shut up! I hate that fucking film. Anyway, like, yeah. So there was a lot of, there was a lot of, um, there was, there was a bit of that. So I guess I was exotified in in some some ways. But that's, I think that also, that's not so much. I think you you we've spoken about this before. 
it's the idea of being a tour guide in your yeah, own Yeah, and I'm not a big fan of being that. It's kind of like when that girl, once, once one girl at work ran up to me during lunch and she was like, I made palak paneer last night. And I was like, yo, it's great. I don't know how to respond to that. Mm. Never made it myself. <laughs> you know? Like also, like, it's like that, that bit in Master of None where, you know, when, when the girl's like, how come I haven't met your parents? Mm. And he's like, yo, when you're brown, you just don't talk about that a great deal. You know, you just don't. The, the, the standard rule for me, it's you only meet the parents when it's on, when it's a serious thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because any, anything, anything else is just pointless. Mm. Like, that's, that's their expectation too. Mm. Like, they would only expect you to bring somebody home. Yeah, yeah, were, yeah. You were going to marry. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were well, serious. you were very serious very about it. Very serious about, about yeah. and, you know. Like, I know the girls that my, my ex-girlfriends that my parents have met, um, I've been, yeah, I'm, I'm potentially going to marry this girl. Mm. Like, I have very strong feelings towards marrying this girl. Issues with dating Brown. Okay, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna bring, to bring up something, okay. something else, oh, which shit. is... Okay, go the parents, mm. your parents specifically. Oh, okay. When it comes to dating, <laughs> dating in general, but also uh, yeah. interracial dating. Mm. Um, how have your parents taken it? Well, I had a, my middle brother kind of. My, look, my eldest, my my family is very conventional. Um, but they've kind of been broken down right. due to my middle brother who kind of had like what we call in the community a love, a love marriage, marriage. <laughs> and, which is such a ridiculous term, right? I mean, cause um, mar- mar- marriage and love, what? I kind of, it implies that arranged marriage is a loveless. Loveless, <laughs> I know. Great. So a love marriage in brown terms are basically when somebody gets married on their own accord. They and choose. They, and they're like, they yo, I'm, I'm going to date this girl. I'm mm. going to marry this girl I love and who I've loved forever. Whilst, uh, uh, because a more typical marriage in brown circles tends to be um, arranged I guess uh, but l- to be very honest with you that is such a relic it doesn't it rarely fucking happens you know so um, so yeah my middle brother doing that kind of like helped things out a lot but you know my eldest brother definitely had an arranged marriage and you know that, that completely made sense he was the kind of guy who that made sense for him mm-hmm. you know my parents acknowledged that my parents would want nothing more than to fix me up but at the same time, I wouldn't trust my parents <laughs> with anything involving my life okay. because they're kind of warped folk. Uh, lovely people, but very warped views of the world. And very warped views of me, to be very honest with you. But um, how have they... I think they're, they're okay with... Um, because I have bought uh, non-brown girls mm. like home to meet them. Mm. And they've been okay. They were definitely okay with my ex. My parents have gone from being super conventional about it to kind of like... I, I think right now they've reached a point where they're just so desperate to see me get married <laughs> For the to love anyone. of God, just yeah, get married. Like, like, I think, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you? When it came to the inter- interracial part, it was quite mm. interesting. I had a mm. chat with them in that they came back from a wedding of, I think, one of my, my mother's work colleagues. Yeah. Who... Uh, who is Asian and I think married a Italian boy or Greek boy, one of the two. Yeah. And she made these comments about, oh, she, he, you know, you could really see the tension between the two what? families, right? Oh, dude. No, no, no. And look, this is look, I'm I'm taking her on face value. Okay. Um, where you know, you could definitely see that like the the bride and the groom grooms, especially the parents. They were they were begrudgingly accepting of this thing and I've been to brown weddings that look like that. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, so, so, and it's like, but and it's like you know, oh, it was just it was just a bit awkward and a bit difficult. And then my father, who is a man of few words, <laughs> I think that would be the best way to describe it, turns to me, looks me dead in the eye, and basically says. You better not put us through that. Oh, and I just went, whoa. I wish I was there at the time. I would have laughed so hard. Oh, I was just like, okay. Uh, duly noted. Um, but clearly, I mean, and, and again, that's just old, old school brown conservatism. Like, yeah, man. And, 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 you know, when I've had discussions about it before, what genuinely comes up is that if you if you marry within your own race and within your own culture mm. and language, mm. it is easier. Oh, no, no doubt. Right, yeah. and that is that is not something you should take lightly. I I find. Explain. There, 
in that there are added complications when it comes to interracial marriage, right? I'm not discounting that love conquers all, right? Mm. You can definitely work through everything, mm. you know, if they're the right person. Mm. But there is something to say about it just being easy. And it, it also comes back to the idea that, you know, the girl in the relationship is also understanding of the cultural context and the experience and, and all of that, right? Mm. So you've got you've got relatability already sewn up mm. and that and then you've also got the cultural adjustment that doesn't need to happen. You want a girl that remembers Pongo. Absolutely. <laughs> and how to make it more more importantly. Now yeah. no, but that's the thing, right? Like it's that all fits in really nicely. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You know, and that's why it's worked for Eons, yeah, and, and yeah. you know, and that's yeah. just, and it, and as the trend suggests, continues to work exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. So you know, I can't fault it. Yeah. I can't fault it. Yeah. Like, and it, there is, you know, do you want a more complicated life? Again, the other question is, do you want to be happy? Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. sometimes they work hand in hand. They can all nicely slot together. Sometimes you got to make a choice. Mm. So then you got to really choose. Then that's where things get a bit tricky. Mm. And like, and you've heard stories about like couples that are in their twenties, and and basically the girl says, "Well, look, my father says that I'm going to marry this guy, and I'm not going to go against their word." And you yeah. know, oh well, I, I have a bit of personal experience with that. Speak on it, brother. <laughs> There's a reason why I brought it up. Oh, you bastard! Thank you. Well, I've been in. Though I guess, uh, I, well, a while back I asked, you know, what are the issues? I guess dating brown. With Brown, and I guess maybe that's one of them, you know? Mm. Like, um, technically, you're not allowed to date. Right? Yeah, right? Absolutely. Technically, you're not allowed to date. And so I was in a relationship for uh, well, a couple of years, actually, mm-hmm. uh, with, with, a, with a Brown girl who I actually loved and adored a great deal. Hands down, the most dysfunctional thing <laughs> I've ever been through. Um, I can, uh, okay, I, let's let's put it this way. Our relationship was so low key, so down low, so secretive that we were literally on the phone at night tapping Morse code to one another. Wow. It was like literally, yo, one tap for a yes, two taps for a no. Guys, if you're in something like that, red flag. Yeah, run. red flag. Run. Um you don't want to be in one of those oppressive kind of like that that shit is at least, that shit is not going to end well. <laughs> at least send trust. A, at least send a telegram or some shit oh a bit my more. God. Uh, well, I mean a lot advanced. of our communication was online. Mm-hmm. Um she she was in a, a different state. So I used to visit that state quite a bit. We used to hang out. There were some good days. Um but like when she would be within the same uh, when she would come to Sydney, it would be like really really difficult. Because, like, she would be... And she was, like, the golden child of her family. And as a result, she couldn't even see me. Right? We never really saw each other. Yeah, that's... We rarely, rarely saw each other. Like, same, same city, but just couldn't yeah, see Yeah, it other. was like... It felt more like a long-distance relationship when we were in the same city <laughs> than when she was in, like, the other state. Yeah. Um, so it was like... Yeah, so sometimes dating brown and brown can be very difficult. <laughs> The, the, the amazing thing was I, uh, she actually broke up with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and so what offended me most was just how easily she was able to go, no, I'm going to follow what my parents say. You're genuine. And that only happened because her parents found out mm. about me. Ah, um, right. Okay. <clears throat> her parents found out about me. And look, I'm not exactly a guy with high shelf value in the brown community. <laughs> so, a bit of a bum. Um, not exactly a poster boy of any description. And so, um, I was an utter disappointment. And so, I guess they saw like, wow, this this golden child of ours is just... She's with this complete loser. Right. And so, there was a lot of that. And so... So basically, yeah, she ended it with me, and um, yeah, it was pretty heartbroken, G. <laughs> it was mm. pretty heartbroken. <laughs> yes, I remember that. I saw her at a wedding not long mm. ago. Yes, you did. And I, you know, I went up to her and I said, "Hey, how's it going? You look great." Uh, you know, pretty much all my exes are married now, so like, yeah, the, like, yeah, the, it was funny actually when I actually sat down and I go, oh, "Hey, how's it going?" And she's like, the first thing she said was like, "Hey, I didn't recognize you because I look very different to back then, right?" And then she was like, yeah, yeah, my husband's here somewhere. And I was like, I'm in my head, I'm like, girl, I'm not 
making a move on you. Please oh, chill wow. That, like, was, that would have been weird. Like, I, she clearly thought I was. And I was just like, yeah. you're lame to think I would do that. That's... You you were horrible to me. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to be with you no matter what. Like, yeah. I mean, in the time, I was, like, pretty cut up about it. Now I look back on it, I'm like, thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. She was a problematic girl. Uh, the... But, yeah, yo. There is difficulties. Mm-hmm. Relationships are tough, yo. Mm-hmm. Relationships are tough. Yo, I'm going to read the most cringeworthy article to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this was written by a white lady <laughs> called Andrea Miller. And it was written for the Huffington Post. And it's called How to Date an Indian and in brackets, Advice for the Non-Indian. <laughs> Oh boy, this is gonna be good, huh? It is, it is. This, is. this is fantastic. A Jewish friend of mine remarked once, only half joking, that he believed Indians are the true chosen people. With no offense to Moses, I had to agree. I lived in India for about three years, and my husband is from New Delhi, which, in addition to providing me with lots of Indian friends and in laws, has given me a pretty good perspective on the desirability of the people from the world's largest democracy and how to woo them. So this is this is how to trap us. Not that we're Indians, but we're brown. This is a, wait, this is her a white woman's idea of how to trap us. Yes, yes. Okay. So oh, this this is where it gets good. Before getting to how, let's start with why. This is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are obvious reasons one would want to date an Indian, such as how successful and professionally desirable they are. <laughs> so. Basically, the idea of the Indian doctor stereotype. Yeah. And she goes further. She goes, oh, Indians dominate as engineers, doctors, lawyers, venture capitalists, and entrepreneurs. And I said entrepreneurs because I choose not to say entrepreneurs. <laughs> they make up, la- make up a large proportion of our graduate students. Just walk around the campuses of Harvard, Columbia, or Stanford, and you will see these incredibly attractive brown people all over the place. <laughs> okay. Okay, you're making a leap from... These these Indians are are highly qualified and have a good earning potential (laughs) to to then leap into they're very handsome now get this now she gets all like Richard Attenborough Steve Irwin and like crouching in the bushes and looking at Indians kind of thing most Indians are innately gracious social creatures they highly value friends and family and have a calendar filled with various holidays and occasions to celebrate which they typically do with gusto those endless jubilant dance numbers in Bollywood movies pretty much channel the Indian soul oh Oh, god God. oh my god I'm gonna throw up (laughs) Yo, open the window, dog. Open the window. (laughs) Moreover, Indian men love to dance. If for no other reason other than you want someone to dance with you, or with you for that matter, date an Indian. Oh my god, this woman is disgusting. Then, she basically gives out a whole bunch of points about how to date a brown person. Okay, now that the stock for single Indians is up, you need to be on your game if you want to date one. If you are Indian, you can skip the rest of this post and spend the next four minutes savoring your desirability. Fucking hell. If you are not Indian, keep reading to learn seven things that should ingratiate you with them. The first five have to do with Bollywood. Indians take Bollywood and their celebrities very seriously. Then, like, her first point is about, like, this Indian actor called Shah Rukh Khan. Then the second thing is... You need to know, you need to have a favorite actor. Then she goes, you got to have a favorite actress. And then you've got to have a favorite Hindi movie. So the top four reasons, like, how to woo a brown guy or brown person is to know about Bollywood. And then number five is Bhangra. She does realize only a, a small section of all of, like, brown people listen to Bhangra. So basically, so. basically, the, <laughs> so South India is pretty much just yeah. nothing. Oh, then she goes, number six is food. Indians love their food, probably more than they love dancing. Unless you're willing to take some serious initiative in the kitchen, plan to go out for an Indian meal. Oh my God, who is this woman? Um, number seven is language. Indians love when you speak their language. Before we got what, together... La- oh, wait, wait. Is their language Indian? Yeah, I love how she's like, do you speak Indian? No. Um, (laughs) uh, She does say, no, there are hundreds of languages spoken in India. Um, 
then she goes, before we got together, Sanjay, I'm going to say Sanjay because that's how she would be saying it, was greatly amused by my reciting various things in Hindi to him. Anyway, she lists all of the things and then she goes on. She goes, good luck and let me know how these suggestions work out. I hope Lakshmi, goddess of prosperity, smiles on you as you oh. endeavor to date one of her people. Yo, not all oh Indians are Hindu, G. Like, oh my God. God. Okay, and this is the this is the last paragraph in it. Oh, I just want to puke. Oh yeah, I almost forgot to mention one more big bonus when it comes to dating an Indian: communication with cabbies. Think I'm kidding? New <gasps> Yorkers, <gasps> just imagine <gasps> if you oh could stop a taxi oh during God, the 4 p.m. transition time. I need to leave. And your date could say in Hindi, "Hey brother, oh. will you please take us to Spring and Sixth? Holy. You'd find Lakshmi did indeed Fuck. smile upon you. Oh my God! Oh I just want to vomit. Like, this oh shit. Isn't this the oh. worst thing you've... I read that and almost wanted to just die. Like, oh, I was just like, geez. Lord, take me now. That's like... That's what happens if you gave so, one of those guys on Inside who's like into Felicia Rashad. If you gave him like, let him write an article, uh, he would write something on, like... On, on like, I only how date to, brown how girls. How to woo black girls. Like the Cosby show. Oh, like, oh my God. That was offensive. Oh, that was... That was, that was vomit-inducing. That was oh my terrible. God. Okay. I had to share that. That was truly just grouse. I, I'm I'm hoping that you all felt the same way. If you agree with him, please let us know. How does this woman hilarious. have a job? Like I just don't. Oh my god! Amazing, amazing. But you know what? You do encounter people like that. Like I, I mean, I I once sort of dated a girl who is one definitely one of those namaste types. Namaste. Like one of those eat, pray, love girls. And it was just like, like oh, what? It was, it was, it was. It's it's weird, but yo, man, like, I don't know, dog. I think I'm with you on the whole thing. Like, it's just, I guess you're attracted to what you're attracted to. I don't think there's anything wrong with liking within your race or anything like that. I don't think that's, like, small-minded and I don't, or anything I, like I, that. You know, and I, and I don't think, think it, there's necessarily a problem liking people of another race as mm. long as the intentions are uh, are you know yeah. honorable for want of a better if they're term. not laden in stereotypes like our oh, asian women are also docile yeah and, yeah so like, i can dominate them. and i can dominate like which i've heard from oh. plenty of dudes yeah and i've heard just as pig-headed things from brown guys when they talk about white girls mm-hmm. you know and it's just i think those guys are just I feel sorry for them because they're never gonna fucking know love or anything. You know what I mean? They're well, just gonna. Not in any real sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's been an interesting chat. Very much so. Yeah, dog. Conclusions, T-Bone. Get your get your priorities right when it comes to dating. Mm. Figure out what's important and go get with that. Get your shit together. That would help, but yeah. that's not the case for either of us. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> it's been. Um, it's been an interesting chat. It's, it's been an interesting chat. It's been, chat. Um, you know, soul-searching. I think we, 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 we introduced you to a whole bunch of facts. We didn't necessarily... Mm. I don't, because I don't think there is a real right or wrong in no. all of this. So no. I, don't, I don't think... If you're looking at us for some solid conclusions as to what you should do, then... You should you're, know you're, better by now. You should know better by now. <laughs> like, yeah. um, however, however, look, we would actually love to hear what you have to say. Yeah, yeah, true that. So please, just drop us a line, go to the Mince Podcast Facebook page. Like us, guys. Like we're not us. getting enough likes and like stuff, us. man. Look, the other thing we, we're going to pop in there is if you can rate us on iTunes, yeah. that would be dope. Because right now we're noticing most of our fan base, they te- they're technically all of our friends. Yes. And we would like people who aren't always our friends to be listening as well. Yeah, so, you know, getting the word out would be nice. So yeah, you, you know, can. share the podcast on yeah, your Facebook and stuff like cool. that. Go, oh, look, these two guys are really funny and they're friends of mine. They have a podcast where they talk about stuff with a weird brown skew on it. And, like, yeah, just, like, share it, guys. Show us some love. Show us that, some love. That would be much appreciated. Five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, guys. Yes, please. And please yeah, do. And, look, if you, and if you do give us a five-star review, we will read it out on the air. Yes. Yeah, why not? why not? We're we more will, than happy we will, to. We will, totally. Um, but otherwise, you can uh, hit us up on the mid mince podcast um on soundcloud um itunes and stitcher yep um just search for us you'll you'll be able to find us uh there's also the email address which is the mince podcast at gmail.com that's where if you want to let us know you know your own thoughts on the subject you know please please send us an email so where can they get you nils oh i'm at the opening salvo on instagram twitter and snapchat 
and I am I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, at uh, DJ underscore Cashless. Yeah, hit us up, man. Hit us up. We appreciate. Uh, and do yeah, you know, spread the word, guys. Yeah. You know, let let other people know about the podcast. You know. Yeah, we really appreciate your support thus far. Big love to all our international listeners, man. Absolutely. We hit uh, Belgium, Netherlands, and. A place called Namdong in South Korea. Nice. Somebody in South Korea is listening to Awesome. This. All right. Cool. Well, look, that's cool. But yeah, yo, that's pretty much it from us. Thanks again. T-Bone, tell them what's up. Please invite us to your parties. Please invite us to your parties, my Gs. Adios. Later. Three years this summer, deep being still lover. Never ever did I see this tear coming. Queasy in the stomach, knee deep started bugging. Should have seen this will lead me into something. This the start, homecoming 06. Got word that she had a friend she was close with. Spending dough with. Heard he was a quarterback for Howard. Paranoid, I call her back for hours. The phone call slowing up. Holidays, no showing. Up. Her mama said she going nuts, so I already know what's up Last I heard she was in the cappers and letting niggas tap her When she swore she was going just to get a masters First plane heading to the campus, crashing the classes in the masking Where's room 182, busting through the door, seeing jeans to the ankles Damn my homie said that he was going through it, going through it. My pop said that he was going through it. Uh. My uncle said that he was going through it, going through it. Even my little cousin going through it. Nah, nah, nah. Now I got me some wet men problems. And I'm going through these wet men problems. And I can't escape these wet men problems. I need help with my wet men problems. We just need a face to face. You could pick the time and the place. You spent some time away. Now you need to forward and give me all that work, 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 work. Send me off your work, 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 work. He said me do me da 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 da. So put me in our work, 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 work. Uh, run, 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 run. What he does devolve after that, doesn't it? Uh, fun times.